Welcome to the Karate in the Garage. I'm Corey Cope. I'm Freddie Woff. Golden Girls, season one, episode two. Guess who's coming to dinner? Is that where starting no. these things now? <laughs> Guess who's coming to the wedding? Ooh, oh my gosh, someone's getting married? Yeah, yeah. man. Who's getting I married? Don't know. Is it one of these crazy old women? Dude, that would be amazing. But wasn't that the, we talked that about That was the premise yesterday? of the pilot. Yeah. Man, as we discussed earlier, second. Second, the second episode feels like a pilot. They yeah. could have they could have just like flushed the other thing and then just ran with this. But no, this is marked down as episode two, but it really does feel like a pilot. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we have everybody that was in the first episode of the pilot, except for Coco. As for, and aforementioned Coco, he's gone. They wrote him off the show, and Estelle Getty has a new wig. <laughs> Who? <laughs> yeah, this episode's all about wigs. Yes. <laughs> wigs and beards. Wigs and beards. <laughs> Guess who's coming to dinner? Obviously, they're having some fun with the the title of it based on the movie. But iron, the irony is that if they're not talking about the new characters that they're introducing. They're talking about somebody they mentioned in the pilot. It's really about the ex husband of Dorothy's Stan yeah, coming Stanley. and making facing the music for the first time when he bailed on her two years before that, and we find out. What a piece of shit. Not only did he bail on her. Yeah. He bailed on her and he, he didn't have the balls to call himself. He's the lawyer <laughs> to call right. her. Yeah. To tell her. All done by mail and a phone call. When they get to that scene, man, this really sets up the show. And you get a little bit of the pilot, but lots of funny, lots of funny, lots of funny. But then it gets serious, but not sitcom serious. It gets Gets pretty serious, like when when B. Arthur kind of lays it out that you like you fucking bailed on me. We experienced yeah. great times and bad times, and, Christmases and, and right kids, and you bailed on me by having a stranger call me and tell me. It's just, dude, it's like, oh man, that's pretty rough. <laughs> right? No, it's super rough. Uh, I mean, but I think we should. I feel like we should jump back here first of all because I didn't know. <laughs> from the pilot that Dorothy had a daughter and I think a son. Yeah, there is a son. Right? I'm forgetting what his name is. He shows is. up later. Yeah, yeah, it'll I, come up for sure. Yeah. It was funny because funny I was watching it and I'm like, wait, is that, yeah, that's Lisa Jean Persky, dude. Dude. Playing Kate Absolutely. Bornack. And I'm like, oh, it was so cool seeing her, dude. I'm like, and like, she's uber young because this is 85. So right. <laughs> yeah, she's like 30. Yeah. Because then you start playing the games of like going, oh, wait, well, if Stan and Dorothy are married for 38 years, and that's an eight-year gap between having a kid, and because I think he was saying the episode how old she is. Well, they, they say they had to get married because she was pregnant. Right. So that's another thing, too. It kind of, this is one of those times right away. So where is she go, 40? Where it go, right. Where it goes against its own, own so setup. mythology. Its own setup, right. Because I'm like going, you're looking at her. There's no way she's 38 years old. No. <laughs> <laughs> not even. No, no. And here's the thing too. Not only is she not 38, but she would be 40. Right. So I'm saying is she doesn't, there's no way that girl's 40 in that. No, because, not a chance. Right. Because they got, you know, they've been, they were, they were married for 38, you know, Dorothy and Stan were married for 38 years and it had been two years since he bailed on her. So no way she's 40. No. She's barely 30. Anyway, it's the one time to kind of mess with the timeline. But then you kind of realize later on she wasn't the firstborn. 
Right. I'm pretty sure the son was born before her. Right. But I mean, not knowing that, I was kind of like, what, what, the, what right. the hell? And they didn't invite the son to the fucking wedding. Because <laughs> he wasn't written into the show yet. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They, like, they were figuring that shit out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always loved Lisa Jane, man. I mean, she was in the Cotton Club and the Great Santini. And, yep. you know, I mean, I was like, when she showed up, I was like, holy shit. What are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing television for? What are you doing? But that was actually the pull. I mean, you if you got a chance to kind of go on oh, and man. get scale for and Dude. spend a week with that group, why wouldn't you do it? It's it's funny, man. Like if you look at a lot of these NBC, all these NBC must see TV stuff. Yeah. Like you watch Miami Vice now, every episode everyone there's somebody in every episode that went on to be like Kevin Spacey right. or, you know, um, Richard Jenkins, they're all in episodes like right. before I ever knew, had any idea who any of them were. Right. You, it, it, it was, if you got on Miami Same Vice thing back here. in the day, you were, you got on, you know, you were going to be seen by 20 million people. And that's crazy to think about. <laughs> no one's going to be seen by that many people, but it elevates so many careers when you have a show that's seen like that. That's why actors would fight to get on certain shows even if they're just on it long enough to see their face and have maybe they're lucky enough to have a single line that's why sitcoms were so big back then because you get so much face time right the premise of this show is super simple you know kate calls up dorothy and says i'm getting married well who the fuck's kate oh here we go kate's the daughter of stan and dorothy and they get a little bit of more of a setup too we find out that you know she's she's got a boyfriend that's a doctor they 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 grind that one to the ground until they find out uh, that he's a podiatrist, I, <laughs> not even a real a doctor. Foot, he's a foot doctor. That's uh, pretty great. Yeah, because foot doctors don't make any money at all. They're, no, <laughs> not in Florida with all those old people with bad feet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was like, what the fuck? What are you getting you no old, aggro for, man? Like, you like, old hens? Yeah. <laughs> you get no bed out of oh, shape. Lord. Yeah. They just, they just, hey, man, just one episode ago, you guys were like, oh, no, we're going to, you know, we're all so sad that we don't have our husbands anymore. Right? And, and now you don't like, want her to marry a guy because he's a foot doctor. <laughs> the foot doctor. Oh, you know, it's on. weird, man, as I'll tell you this, Corey. I, I, I watched that whole episode believing that Stan was Michael Constantine. <laughs> really? No, man, dude. I, no, was, I, know I knew who, it was her. I know I was, who Herb Edelman is, but yeah. for some reason, man, I just, maybe it was that, maybe it was that really awesome wig he was wearing. <laughs> The toupee that he wears on this, yeah, man, that's like a dead animal on his head. <laughs> it's like gray at the bottom and dark black. I mean, god damn it, yeah, it's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. And they and they 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 don't, but they they make it, they play it right. It's a good wig gag. It really is, and it's you. You're fortunate enough to to get <laughs> to get stuff like that. Um, who else was? Uh, who am I thinking of? Uh, William Hickey. I feel like William Hickey's worn a wig all his life. He's worn a toupee all his life. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so when you see him in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, that's what Stan's hair looks like. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just like what well, I mean. The whole point was, and, they, and there's dialogue, and they do address it and everything like that. And take this right. He's trying to look younger for his young <laughs> wife. Blah, 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 blah. Right. And the irony, of course, is that like, why are you, because I thought to myself, like the, the whole thing with him getting laid on two years before that and going to Hawaii, he probably wasn't wearing that. He's wearing it now to look younger for the girl, but the girl was fine to bang him on the plane with a bald head. Right. Right. Anyway, yeah. 
doesn't matter. It was, it's a fun yeah. setup, and it gave B. Arthur a chance to kind of make fun of him, which is perfect. Yeah, totally. And I mean, she deserves it. She deserves yes. to have that that comeuppance. That he deserves to come up and 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 she des- deserves to be delivering that. So Dorothy tries is the bigger woman here. Picks up the phone and calls Stan to invite him to the wedding. Much to her duress. Yeah, and she looks like she's taking it really, really well. She's she's super sweet on the phone. It'll be nice to have you here. Our daughter's getting married. Da 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 da. Oh, your girlie can't come. That's too bad. To get off, she gets off the phone and she's getting complimented by Rose and by Blanche. You are so sweet. He goes, What's the line? She's just either, she's like me, some kind of crack about, he'll be close enough for me to kill him. Very close to that. Yeah. She's, she's right. She's, she just wants the dude here. And because you, now all you're thinking about is the wedding. Because anytime a wedding is happening on a TV show, you're thinking about the wedding, the wedding, the wedding. You're not thinking about their eventual standoff that's going to happen with Dorothy and Stan. Because they never had the chance to face the music. Well, Stan most certainly didn't have a chance to face the music for bailing on her. So they get the, you get that serious moment later on too, but it works. It's funny for you to be so new to the characters, but still give a crap if she gets a chance to kick him in the ass. Yeah, totally. And it also sets up the comedy, the other three having to sort of keep a, a revert, not a suicide watch on Dorothy, but a murder watch on right. Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> or or whatever is going to happen. Right. Great moment where they're about, and the wedding's already happening. They're having the reception, and they're going to cut the cake. <laughs> oh, yes. And, and Dorothy comes from the kitchen with the knife, and Rose comes at her, no! And literally almost tackles her back into the kitchen. <laughs> because, Which I was like, yeah, because like murdering this man in front of 25, <laughs> 30 people was going <laughs> to go over well. Right. But my thing, the funny thing for me is like the, about the episode, and I know it doesn't, look, here's the thing. If it doesn't happen, it do, there's no episode. But this chick was going to fly off and have this awesome wedding in the Bahamas. Right. And now she's having it. And who the fuck are the people that you're inviting? They all just look like, uh, who are these people? Right. Who are all these people that, that nobody wants the goddamn cheese balls? Right. Um. Yeah, well, yeah, because Sophia's just eating them. Yeah, and you know what happens to 80 years olds when they eat cheese balls. Yeah, and she, by the way, speaking of that, isn't she eating a slice of cheese in the first episode? Yep. <laughs> I think it's her thing, right? Don't they have to keep her away from cheese as we yeah. go along? Yeah. Isn't, there a whole ep- isn't there an episode later about farting? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay, Ma. Okay, Ma. And you get a parade of these, who the hell are these people? Right, I don't at know the who end, they, when they're throwing any, rice when they're leaving. At the end of right, that do any of them know Kate and her husband? <laughs> Probably Dennis? not. I mean, because she doesn't live there. No, she's not from there. So who did they invite? They invited a bunch of randos. Oh, is this one of those? This is the beginning of those. Uh, we're gonna have two weddings, kind of thing. I guess it's we're gonna have us. We're gonna have one here for my mom, and then we'll fly and we'll go to Bahamas. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, ah, oh, you meddling old women. Let her have it. Yeah, Dennis Drake plays Dennis. Is it Dennis? <laughs> I always love that. When they just oh, oh. yeah, just use your name, dude. It's dude, that's that fine. That's fine. <laughs> Isn't Dennis. he a writer? Yeah, Dennis he is. Drake. Yeah, I feel like he wrote one of those Reese Witherspoon movies, like not Election, but well, I don't know, Home Sweet Home Alabama, or one of the Legally Blonde movies or something. Right. Yeah, he did Legally Blonde 2. Ah. Two, and he did another one called Down With Love. Same year. Um, but Down all he had was... Love. Yeah, Ewan McGregor and Renee Zellweger. 
Yeah. Di- directed by movie. the awesome Peyton Reed because, you know, Peyton Reed makes some quality entertainment. I mean, the best thing he's ever done, dude, he was Chip in this fabulous movie called Preppies, you might remember. Yes, I know Preppies. Yeah, yeah. he was Chip. But, you know, Peyton's done a lot of really cool things. He's, he did Bring It On. He did Yes Man. He did Ant-Man and Wasp. And he did Ant-Man. I like Peyton Reed. He makes fun movies. Yeah, so there you go. You can watch a, a Dennis Drake written and Peyton, Peyton Reed, Reed directed. Uh, directed. Man, that movie was 17 years old, dude. I don't think I've never seen it. It's very, it, it looks like it, it, dude, it's a really fun movie. It's actually, it looks like one of those Doris Day Ruck Hudson movies. It, it, the, yeah, the one sheet looks like that. Yeah, the way, that's what it yeah, feels and, like. And the way the movie, the design, the way the movie style, it, it, it totally succeeds. Oh, yeah. So it takes place in 62 in New York City. Yeah, yeah, that sounds fun. I'm going to have to watch that. I'm not streaming anywhere, so I'm going to have to pay for it. Oh, no, I don't want to, I don't want to pay for anything. Not right now. <laughs> The whole episode, again, revolves around the wedding, but it really, just like with the previous episode, and it becomes a theme with the show, the premise of the episode really isn't the the fuel of the episode. It's just there. Just like Blanche getting married, it really is about how it's going to affect Rose and Dorothy. This one is Kate is getting married, and how's it how's it going to affect the meeting after two years of Stan and Dorothy? That's really... Right. The, the crux. It's not even the B story. It really is the A story. Yeah, the wedding is the B story. Yeah, just like just like the engagement was in the pilot. Yeah, totally. Weddings but, always take a back seat on the Golden Girls. Always. <laughs> That's what I've learned two episodes in. Only Dorothy has a husband that's still alive, ex or otherwise. Right, because George is dead. George Rose's is dead. husband. Yeah. And um, then, or George, is George, yeah, George is Rose's husband. Rose's what husband. Is, what is yeah, Blanche's yeah. husband's name? I it forgot. W- can we say it in the episode? <laughs> oh, no. He was George. Oh, so he was George. What was Betty White's husband's name? Charlie. Charlie. And then I think Sal, right? Sal for Sophia? Sal. Yes. Which they haven't got to yet. Yeah, we'll see. Well, we'll, we'll talk about Sal later oh, on. Oh, man. Dude, the flashbacks when she's having her Sal flashbacks are so great on the duration of the show. Oh, yeah. So good. Somebody else plays Dorothy. In the flashbacks, a younger girl, obviously. But I think Estelle Gay still plays a younger version of herself because she looks more like her age. But yeah, this is the theme of the show, and this is how the show, this is the formula and the structure of the show. The premise isn't the meat of the episode. And in this case, we're, we're waiting for that moment of Stan and Dorothy having their moment. And you don't get it until it's all over and off. Right. And, and at this point, Kate and Dennis are married, and off they go. Everyone's throwing rice at him. All those randos that you saw in the background, <laughs> just leave. Right, all those, all those guys from Central Casting. And Dorothy pulls Stan. I need to talk to you. And pulls him out of the patio and just gives it to him about the rug on. His yeah, head. take totally. that damn thing off, because I want to look the man in the face. I want to see the ball man in the face of the guy that left me two years ago. And then just her moment where she's kind of like using all the space in the patio, just kind of moving around and basically just telling Stan off. It really, Edelman doesn't really say anything in the scene. He starts to like apologize, not apologize, but almost excuse himself. Like he has one. She just says, no, goodbye, Stan. Get the fuck out. (laughs) And dude, and he does. He walks out, literally walks through the house past Sophia Past Rose and Blanche and doesn't say a word, doesn't grab his jacket, goes out the door, doesn't say goodbye to his daughter, goes out the door and is gone. No, the daughter's already gone. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're but they anyway, saw, yeah. But he like literally, it's so final. He like literally walks from the back porch, walks through, walks out the door and is gone. 
He doesn't acknowledge any of them when he leaves. Nope. Even Nobody. though they're eavesdropping the whole time. <laughs> right. You even don't though see they all them. know what's going on. Right. You don't cut away to see them eavesdropping. You just see them kind of pretend to do something when Stan exits the patio. <laughs> this is a typical sitcom move. But, but yeah, he just pieces out. But here's the thing. It's her Battleman. So you know he's going to come back at some point in the show. Oh, yeah. You know Stan will be back. Again, this character, you barely even know you're happy that she has this relief now. She finally got to do something she should have been allowed to do two years earlier and just lay into him. But he was such a pussy, he didn't. Right. <laughs> yeah, and she, I mean, look, here's the thing, too. It, it's, it feels very real. Yeah. And which is a testament to uh, B. Arthur doing her thing. Not, right. you know, and she's not playing it for laughs. And, right. you know, there's a certain amount of pathos that uh, she delivers that. I mean, it was really good. It's, it's, again, it goes to, it's a sitcom, but we get our serious moments. And it, but it, it doesn't ever feel over dramatic. Right. And Susan Harris was known for that. Or melodramatic. You yeah. Know, Soap and Benson have this real yeah. serious moments on the show. Empty Nest, Empty Nest does, does. Yeah. And Nurses, to a lesser degree, does also. And it's, that's, I get, that's why it made her so much more successful is she took a formula and kind of turned it on its ear. It still feels formulaic, but only feels similar to, to projects that she is involved in. It, it, but it's always, it feels just like Carsey Warner stuff. That feels like a Carsey Warner show. This feels like a Susan Harris. You can always tell, and it's oh, shot yeah. a certain way too. Man, they had, like yeah, like you said, all her shows that was that was part of her Susan Harris formula was deliver the funny, but then it had moments where it just had this great deal of drama, and it doesn't never felt fake, it never felt fabricated. It was like it, it felt realistic. Like you could you understand why and how B. Arthur would feel in a situation like that because we've all. We've all had somebody right. break up with us. There's always the yes, the things you never were able you did things you never were able to say to somebody. Yep. You know, yep. And she made the most of her moment. There you go. And there it is. Episode two. Episode two. Boom. Quickly, did you know that there was a an Israeli Golden Girls show that ran for six years? No. Yeah. Two thousand eleven to two thousand sixteen. That's crazy talk. I need to make yeah. I need to come more familiar with the Golden Girls Wikipedia. Yeah, man, it was. Uh, it's funny. I, I, next time I talk to Aaron, I'm going to ask him. About oh, it. there you go. That's a good one. I mean, they they shot it in Tel wow. Aviv, Israel. So I mean, it's you know, and apparently it was. It looks like it was on for a while. So it must have been you know, it was on for six That's seasons. Crazy. Yeah, I am going crazy. to be putting this Golden Girls Wikipedia in the show notes because, dude, it's badass. You see everybody's backstory. Prior to the show starting, it's really cool. Oh, that's awesome! Uh, you see this a lot on the fandom on fandom dot com. You see, you know, these all these massive fans come out there, but dude, there are seven hundred and thirty three pages of this Golden Girls Wikipedia. That's a lot. That's a wow. lot. And you can do pull downs and look at the main characters, the series, and spinoffs, locations, and it's pretty wild. And I've looked at it before for other things, not for Golden Girls, but for other other properties. But dude. I have a feeling we're going to be looking at this quite a bit. Well, I'm going to look at it right now when I get off so that I can I can spout some of it tomorrow. Cool. All right. If you want to follow us on social media, you can follow Corey on Twitter at Corey Culp or the official at Karate Pod. You can follow Freddie at Raven Shattuck on Twitter or Rock and Roll 33 on your Instagram. And Letterboxd, too. Geek ENG underscore Corey. And Tom Cody. Letterboxd. Man, it'd be rad if you could letterbox, letterbox. Like Golden Girls. Tom Cody. <laughs> Letterbox. All right, well, there you go. Cool, that's it.